0: Good morning, Vineyard family. Welcome to those of you online. Hey, I just wanted to give a shout out this morning to our peeps who joined us for Alpha this semester. It was a great time. Thanks to Zoom, we were able to have people from all over the country. It was a great time. A little sad that it ended, but my husband and I said we're just going to show up at Tom and Julie's house who ran it for us. We're going to just show up there on Thursday and ask them what we should do with our lives now. Because you said you were going to have a plan. Thursday is your deadline. Oh, yeah, this Thursday. It's going to happen. Well, on March 13th of 2020, our church posted a message on our Facebook page. That said, beginning this Sunday, March 15th, Vineyard Church will be meeting exclusively online for worship services. To love and protect the most vulnerable in our Midwest community, We will not be hosting our services at our physical location, at least through March 22nd. Thanks to COVID, we had to pivot quickly to make sure that we could continue to meet together as a church family, at least for a few weeks online. Well, we all know how that turned out. For Vineyard Kids, we started hanging out on Zoom, and we we chatted, we played games, I learned all kinds of Zoom games. Who knew that that was a thing? And we did um, some devotions together. And then on Sunday, we fumbled our way through a couple different variations of Sunday morning lessons until we actually figured out our lives and got the hang of it. I loved it. I love, loved it. I didn't have to leave my house, like, ever. And. I was able to sleep in on Sunday mornings. Like, Sunday mornings, who can do that? Not me, usually. We could hang out and just, um, I had my groceries delivered. I never had to go to the store. My daughter and I learned how to finger knit. My husband taught us all how to play cribbage, which is fun. Cribbage is fun, I think. Um, (laughs) It was fantastic. I was living my very best introvert life. But as the weeks went by, I began to realize I am a terrible introvert. I need people and not just the people that are living in my house. Being with people is my jam. I quickly discovered that I love hanging out with my church family. And going weeks and weeks without being able to hang out with you guys was making me a little cranky. And I'm sure that I am not the only one that went through this because God created us to live in community. Last week, Adam kicked off our new series entitled Our Better Angels, where we're going to take a look at seven virtues that reflect our better angels, that reflect the image of God that each one of us shares. Adam taught us last week about kindness. This week, we're going to take a look at community. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, we welcome you here this morning. Come and fill us today with your presence, your joy, and your wisdom. Show us how we can be people that are reflecting God's image in all that we do. Amen. So if you're part of our Facebook campus, this week I posted a question on there that said, how do you define community? And we got some answers, which is awesome. Uh, Someone said, a group of people who work together to achieve uh, common goals and support each other. Another said, it's your tribe of people who support each other through difficult times and celebrate each other's successes. Uh, Someone said, it's your supporters, your close allies. Another said, it's those surrounding you that you may not even know or even know exist. Uh, Someone says, I live in a community. The town I live in is my community church community, which includes all of my fellow vineyard peeps, who I assume are like-minded in the fact that we, all, we are all on a road to follow and know Christ and be Christ-like. And another one said, I always think of family as the purest form of community, just a bunch of imperfect people choosing each other. I like that one. So I want to ask the same question here this morning, in case you didn't get a chance to answer online. Uh, keep in mind, I'm the children's pastor, so I'm used to people yelling out answers to my questions. Uh, So you can do that in church, maybe just for today. I bet Pat would like eventually if you'd yell out answers to his questions. So let's practice. Um, If you're joining us online, feel free to put your answers in the chat. If you type them in capital letters, it looks like you're shouting them out too. Uh, So does anybody want to share the answer to the question? Yeah, what is the question? How do you define community? (laughs) Anybody? Gathering together. So we're like a church community because we gather together. Yeah. Choosing to be together, that's important. a group of people with similar beliefs in a similar area. Nice. Great answers, you guys. Well, we're going to be in the book of Acts this morning, and Acts is the first book after your Gospels, so it goes Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. And Acts is the first, is the book that describes the earliest disciples and what they did to spread the message about Jesus and to form the early church. Acts chapter 2, starting in verse 42 tells us how the early Christians lived in community with each other. That's where we're going to be. It says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. the thought, about li- the thought of living in community the way that the first Christians did freaks me out. Think about the community of people that you live around, like just the people in your neighborhood. Every day you're having meals together. You're pooling all of your resources so that you- whoever has need can just come and take whatever they want. And you eat meals. Uh, maybe I said eat meals. Go to church, and you're just sharing your lives like you're one big family. No, thank you really, but God created us to live in community. We are not supposed to walk through this life alone. So what would that look like for us today? Well, the church can be a great picture of what this can look like for us. The church community is a place of safety. When people are in trouble, they can come here. The church community is a place of freedom where people can come to hear about Jesus and the life of freedom that they can live by knowing him. The church community is a place of healing where people come for prayer and mentoring. The church community is a place to find mission together. We're called to make disciples of all nations. And the church community is a place of power Throughout the Bible, we read about the power of God and how it flowed through groups of people, not just one or two individual men or women, but through the church. The idea of community is one that is meant to be central to the Christian faith. We were never meant to carry the weight of of this life alone. Living in community eases our burden. And there are things that will help help lead us into community. Shared experiences lead to community. The more we experience life together, the more the ties that bind us together strengthen. Often the greatest way to kickstart a community is to do something together. Shared vulnerability leads to community. Community stays stays shallow unless we allow people into our lives. It is really, it takes a lot of courage to share your dreams and your fears and your weaknesses with each other. Shared purpose leads to community. When a community rallies around a vision, a mission, a cause, or a purpose, then they become a group who's now a team on mission. Shared investment leads to community. Community deepens when people take time to invest in each other's lives. This happens when our care and concern for each other goes outside of the Sunday mornings and translates into everyday life. So it's easy for us to think about those things as it relates to church because, well, we're all at church. But there are communities outside of the church that are living their best community lives. So I've shared with you before that I have a niece named Kayla who has autism. Here she is in her little softball game. Well, we didn't know that Kayla had autism until she was later on in life. We just thought she was quiet and shy. But she wasn't making friends. She didn't have people that she could hang out with that were her age. Um, Until she found a community to belong to, the Special Olympics community. This community of people has been life-changing for my niece. She participates in bowling and basketball, cheerleading and softball, and she loves every minute of it. It's also been life-changing for my brother and his wife. They've found a group of people who are all going through similar struggles. So while their kids are participating in the sports, they can get together as a community of people and just talk and chat and help each other out. Being a part of the Special Olympics community allows people in similar situations to connect with each other and to help each other to ease each other's burdens, because living in community eases our burdens. But what you won't see my niece involved in is a church community because she's still very shy. She will not do things where she thinks that people are not the same as her. And my brother and sister feel the same way. They're not going to take her to church for that reason. So um, I believe that there are a lot of families in our surrounding community who struggle to make church a part of their lives for those very reasons. I want us to be the church who can embrace people, all people. We are called to make disciples of all people, not just the ones that look like us or live the way that we live, but to reach outside of our comfort zones and welcome people in. And I really believe that families who are raising kids with special needs are in need of a place where they can connect with others and with Jesus. And I believe that their kids who have special needs need a place where they can connect with others and with Jesus. My goal is for us to be that church community for them. Over the last month or so, I've been piecing together some first steps to work towards making this a reality. This September, Corey Girok and I are going to co-lead a Parenting with Love and Logic class, and through Corey's connection with the special needs community in our area, we want to invite that community into our community. And we also want to provide care for their kids so that while the parents are connecting with each other, the kids can be doing the same as well. I'm also working to create a safe space in Vineyard Kids for kids with special needs to join us on a Sunday morning. With the help of Rosie Sheets, who coincidentally volunteers with the Special Olympics, we are putting together training for volunteers who would like to just come and be a buddy for a kid with special needs on a Sunday morning so that they can join us. Because living in community eases our burden. So I would encourage each of us to take time this week to think of ways that you're currently living in community with those around you. And if you're not, I would encourage you to find a way to join a community. So here are some ways you can do that. Shared experiences. Our small groups are like that. The, I'm part of a small group that reads books together, and then we talk about them once a month. It was kick-started by a young lady who, coincidentally, loves to read books, and she wanted to do it with other people. Shared vulnerability. In this book club I mentioned, We have all become really close friends and so we're able to pray with each other and cry and laugh just share our lives with each other shared purpose a few weeks ago mike masakovic talked about world vision and he has a group of people from vineyard who are going to join him for a marathon in chicago to raise money for clean water if you're a runner there was one right there you could join that team And if you're like me, who says running, no thank you, you can support them financially. Shared investment. Maybe you have people that you chat with here on Sunday morning. A great thing would be to connect with them outside of Sunday morning, sometime during the week. Join our Facebook campus. We're always posting fun things there. And you can join us like Adam. I mean, you can find fun pictures of Adam. We could do that all the time. says no. Uh, so we want to um, make an investment in people around you because living in community eases our burden.